This is the Weekly Wealth Podcast with Certified Financial Planner, David Chudik, where we discuss the wealth building mindsets and tactics that can help you to build and maintain wealth for you, your family, and your business. Hey everybody, this is Certified Financial Planner, David Chudik, and welcome to this week's episode of the Weekly Wealth Podcast, where we talk about the mindsets, the tactics, and the strategies that can help you to build and maintain wealth. Before we get started with the meat of this episode, I wanted to talk about some of the market up and downs and some of the things that you might be thinking. So if you're upset, uh, if you have some anxiety, if you're worried about your investment portfolio due to the market volatility, that is okay. It's normal. Uh, it's a normal human emotion, and it's okay. If you have any questions, you can email me at david at parallelfinancial.com, and we can talk a little bit about some of those emotions and some of what history has taught us with regard to market fluctuations, the market's up, ups and downs that we, uh, that we tend to see. Uh, what we don't want to do is have emotional decisions that could be uh, permanent when we're dealing with our money. So email me, david, at parallelfinancial.com if you'd like to discuss anything that's going on with your money at this point. So now I want to talk about a scenario. In this scenario, it might describe you or it might describe someone that you know. But are you a business owner or someone that you know a business owner, maybe mid-40s to, to mid-60s? Uh, maybe this person or maybe it's you. Maybe you've been so busy, so overwhelmed with, with your business that you haven't focused on your own personal financial planning topics. Maybe you've dedicated yourself to your clients, to your team, to your vendors, and to every stakeholder in your company. Uh, maybe you know, uh, you've always known that you needed to start some sort of a 401k, some sort of a retirement plan for your business, but, but you didn't know where to start, so you just didn't do it. You procrastinated, and, and most of us, when we procrastinate, we don't know what to do. It just never gets done. Uh, maybe you've watched the news and maybe you've always seen the reasons why the quote markets are going to crash or or the next recession is coming or if uh, the other political party whoever whoever the pol other political party from you is if they get elected or if they take office uh, it's just not going to be a good time to invest so maybe you've watched the news a lot and you've seen the negativity uh, maybe you've developed a successful business, but you don't have what you believe to be sufficient assets saved outside of the business that will make retirement or really what a lot of people want, which is a work optional scenario, meaning that they can work when they want and how much they want, but they don't have to work. And you don't believe that you have a work optional scenario because you don't have sufficient assets saved outside of your business. And maybe you just always thought, you know what, I'm going to sell my business when I get to that point. Um, but you don't know like how much you can sell it for. You don't know where to begin. You don't know. The first thing is we have to get our finances straight. So if we've put off our finances, you know what? We cannot go back in time, but we can start from right now. So either by yourself or with a financial planner and you're listening to a good one, begin to form plans for each of your financial goals and financial roadblocks. These include the funding of investment accounts. Uh, it might include debt reduction. Uh, it might include estate planning. It might include risk management or a whole host of other things. 
As a business owner, you probably have many tools and maybe even sufficient resources that can help you to accumulate assets out of your business, especially during times when cash flow is great. You also want to make sure that you have the right risk management in place so that you don't risk your assets if an event happens. So if you cause a major, major car accident and there are several fatalities, all of the money that you've accumulated could be attached to a lawsuit. So you want to make sure that you have the right risk management in place. And yes, we also want to look at the old budget. Or you can call it a spending plan, which basically means telling your money where to go as opposed to trying to figure out where it went. So if you're trying to accumulate assets in your 40s and 50s and 60s and you're a little bit behind, you might have to uh, scale back your spending just a little bit now so that you can save and invest a little bit more in the future to fund your lifestyle. But here's the other thing. As a business owner, you've taken so many risks and you've worked so hard and you're the owner of that business. Your business is an asset and it can fund the lifestyle of your dreams both while you own it and after you might sell it. So did you know that there are eight drivers of business value? Now, we're not going to talk about all eight of them today, but I'll give you an example that one of them is what we call the hub and spoke problem. This means that if the owner of the business is the hub of everything, or almost everything within the business has to go kind of through the owner, then the business, number one, it won't grow, um, and it won't be able to be sold for as high of a multiple as it could if the owners were not absolute ne absolutely necessary for the day-to-day -day operations of the business. So we could spend hours going through and discussing each of the eight drivers of business value, but suffice it to say, we need to be purposeful in all areas of life, whether it be our health, our relationships, our personal finances, um, and especially with the value of our business. So if we look at these eight drivers of business value and we approve each one of them, number one, we'll have a more profitable and easy to run business right now. And number two, uh, we should be able to sell it for a higher multiple when we are ready to sell. So let's recap and then let's look at some things that you can do to learn a bit more about uh, the areas of your business that you can improve, which can drastically increase the selling price of your business. So with regard to your personal finances, let's get the basics of your financial straight. And yes, that's an acronym. So B for basics, B, the B in basic stands for budget. So let's get a spending plan. Let's put first things first. Let's maybe uh, look at the differences between needs and wants and let's get a budget. There's a lot of different ways to do that. I can help you. Uh, there are many uh, resources on the internet, but the bottom line is we cannot mindlessly spend money and hope to uh, uh, be at financial peace and really excel in our finances. The A in basics is allocation. And what I mean by that is there are many different types of assets. There's real estate, there's equities, there's, there's bonds, there's uh, overseas stocks, there's private equities, there's precious metals. And either by yourself or with an advisor, you should determine how many of your assets should be in, in, in different types of asset classes. So we should all have some cash available for, for emergencies, but of course cash isn't growing and inflation is. So if too much of your money is in cash, then you're going backwards in spending power. Now, if all of your money is in, uh, is in equities or, or stock market type investments, that may be too much stress to handle when we have market volatility. So it's important to have different assets in different uh, allocations. The S in basics is systems. 
So financial systems can help to multiply your results. So some examples of systems are just monthly investments automatically coming out of your bank account going into your investments. Um, maybe having a monthly financial meeting with your spouse or your partners to make sure that your money is um, is, uh, is is happening the way that it should. Um, maybe you just systematically you meet with your uh, advisors, your financial advisor, insurance agent, CPA, things like that to make sure that things are going as they should. Or maybe you are putting another 100 or 200 or 500 or $1,000 uh, per month towards your mortgage payment to get it systematically paid down. So there are lots of examples of systems, but when you take the thought and the willpower out of tasks like these, they are much more likely to happen. So the I in basics is insurance. Uh, when it comes down to it, insurance is just money at a triggering event. So let's look at it this way. If you ran a stop sign and you hit my car and everybody in my family is severely injured, uh, either you're paying for my injuries or your insurance company is paying for your injuries. So we're not going to talk too much about insurance, but make sure you're working with a good insurance agent and they can tell you where you have risks and they can tell you how to fill the risks. And then you can make an educated decision if you wish to purchase a policy for those risks or if you wish to self-insure. The C in basics is caring. So how can you use your money to make the world a better place? And finally, S in basics is support. Who do you need in your life to support you with your financial journey? Uh, that could be professionals like CPAs, financial advisors like myself, attorneys, uh, financial coaches, or it could just be friends, an accountability partner, anything like that. But when it comes down to it, you need to be accumulating money outside of your business. You and we need to be uh, have our spending under control. Uh, we all need to have the right types of risk management in place. We all need to make the world a better place with our money and how we handle our money and we all need the support of professionals. This is our support. This is our CPAs, our attorneys, our bookkeepers, our financial advisors, or just a buddy to help keep you accountable. Because on our own devices, we tend not to make the greatest decisions. We tend to let emotions get in the way, and we all tend to lose willpower when there's no accountability. So once you kind of begin working on that, I'd love for you to do one or all of the following. So visit my website, www.allofmyassets.com. There's a pop-up that comes right when you, get to, when you get to the site that will allow you to take your value builder score. And this takes somewhere between 10 and 15 minutes, and it'll give you some ideas of what parts of your business can be improved uh, that will help you to raise the value of the business. The other thing you can do is you can go to www.allofmyassets.com slash prescore. That's P-R-E-S-C-O-R-E. -E. That'll help you to understand if you are ready to sell your business. It'll ask you some concrete questions to help you to determine how much money you'll need in order to, to fund your lifestyle after the business is sold. It'll also ask you other questions about what you might do and your and your mental state and some of the intangible parts of selling a business. So that's www.allofmyassets.com slash prescore. And I will put that in the show notes. Or you can shoot me an email. Just go to email david at parallelfinancial.com with questions about raising or increasing the value of your business or really any other financial topic. I'm always happy to spend 30 minutes with anybody to talk about any financial topic that's keeping them up at night. And also, as you've seen, we're at 
over a hundred episodes of the Weekly Wealth Podcast. And there are so many statistics on, on how many podcasts don't make it past just a few episodes. So we're just super proud to be in the triple digits of episodes. And I'm really interested in your feedback on the podcast. So I'd love to know, how can we make it better? What topics do you feel could benefit you and your financial journey? And just any other feedback. It's really important because we're, we're trying to put out value. And this is our way of helping people to manage money and finances so they can have better lives. So email me, david at parallelfinancial.com with any of those suggestions as well. Um, we appreciate all of your support. If you've ever gotten any value out of this podcast, maybe you can tell a friend, share it on social media, help us uh, to, to build our audience. And we wish you a blessed week until next episode.